Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a continuation of this series that we've been posting on Staff Stories. Today, I sit down with Laura Romig. Laura is the Director of Facilities here at Bethany, and so she has a ton of hats that she wears and a ton of things she's looking after. And we touch on a lot of her different um, areas of expertise, but specifically, we talk a lot about her work with the AV team and uh, managing the live stream that you might watch if you you might have watched it uh, currently now or maybe during the pandemic when things were really locked down and we weren't worshiping in person. Yeah, that's so much of that is thanks to Laura Romig as well as um, her cast and crew that she works with in the AV booth each and every week. But we had this awesome conversation about the importance of getting the story of the gospel out there in the world. And she even has some neat family connection as to why this is um, something near and dear to her heart. So it's a great conversation. I really appreciate Laura taking the time out of her busy schedule to sit down for the podcast and we really hope that you enjoy it as always thanks for listening tell your family and friends post uh, these episodes on social media any way that we can share and get this message out there allow other people to find the podcast that's what we really want to be doing Uh, we really appreciate your support and uh, all the ways that you continue to make this possible but now a conversation with laura romig about getting the story out there Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Together for Good podcast. This is a continuation of this series where I'm sitting down with members of the Bethany Lutheran Church staff to get to know them a little bit more and have an interesting conversation about faith. And it is my pleasure today to be sitting in the office of the one, the only, Laura Romig. Hi, Laura. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Nate? <laughs> Great. I'm so glad that you uh, agreed to do this. Laura does a thousand things around here, um, many of which you might not even realize. So I'm going to try, you tell me what I forget. Your your technical title is Director of Facilities. Is that yes. right? Yes. And then that means, so Laura kind of looks over the, looks over, looks after the building mm-hmm. and makes sure things are in working order. That includes like internet wiring and, you know, you're always up in the rafters pushing aside uh, ceiling panels, it seems. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then you also um, do a lot of work with our security. We just got a big grant, right? Tell yeah. them about the grant. This is pretty cool. So we just secured a $98,000 FEMA Department of Homeland Security grant to help fortify our building and make it more safe and secure for staff, make it more safe and secure for people that come to worship here and visit here and use the building in general. And make your life a lot easier, too. <laughs> a whole lot easier. You can't forget about that. No, yeah. it's been really cool. Like, this key card system that we've got developed, which I yeah. know just makes it easier. The other day, I was like, hey, Laura, like, um, I, I had to call you up for something. I'm yep. like, can you make sure that everything's fine? Yep. And you could see from your house, like, yep, all right, everything's okay. You can set the alarm, blah, blah, blah. Yep. It's just little things like that. Yep. And that grant, that was really easy to get, right? That only um, took you 15 minutes. <laughs> it took two years, two tries. Yeah, that's what I thought. And... Lots of coursework and yeah, so and now, we're super grateful for it. That, yeah. It's just amazing. And I mean, I know too. This like keeping the building safe is something you really care about, like, and that also you know has d- just the details within your life as a family and things that you've always kind of cared about. Yes. But the other thing and the other role that Laura has here, Laura does so much with our AV team. And on Sunday morning, the live stream. If many of you watch that and participate in worship that ways. Laura coordinates the whole AV team that does the sound and the cameras and the slides and everything else. 
And you've been doing that here at Bethany for a long time, right? Yep, a little more than 10 years. That's right. I mean, yep. and that's one, one of the things I have to sing Laura's praises about is that when the pandemic hit and there was every other church in the United States scrambling to try and figure out how are we going to do online worship, we were already ahead of the game. We'd we been doing there. that for years. Yep, we were there. Yep. And that was a journey in its own. It took three years to develop that program. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> any FEMA grants as part of that no, or no? <laughs> we did it with bubble gum and bailing wire for a very long time. I stole two security cameras out of the sanctuary. And, oh, my and gosh. And we weren't using those for what, you know, security. Yeah, exactly. So we just repurposed them for yep. live streaming. Yep. And then over the course of the pandemic, you know, we, we had some generous donations came in, and you were really integral in helping us figure out the new, you know, the new equipment that we would use. Yeah. And that, hopefully, I mean, I hope people have noticed it looks awesome. Um, yeah. Every single week, just really professional, yep. which I know you put a lot of time and effort into. That was such a gift from the community, yeah. trust me. So now we have a much more professional looking quality product, basically. And what's been neat about that, obviously, during the pandemic was essential, so essential for us to be able to continue to provide space for worship every week. Uh, but now, you know, as we've kind of moved out of it, obviously people are back in the sanctuary. But what's really interesting, what you and I, I know, are always watching is that we still have at least 200 people, I would think, who watch every single week. Somewhere around there between the two services, between it seems. Between 200 and 400. Between two and 400. Yep. Okay, yes, you Lord knows our numbers. Yeah, and that, I mean, which is great is that folks who maybe don't feel safe yet coming back in person, um, they, maybe they have health issues, individuals who just can't get here. Yeah. Um, or people who, you know, from afar who started to watch Bethany during the pandemic and really liked it and so have continued. Yep. And so I know in talking with you about all of this, and the word, the phrasing you always use, Laura, is I really care about us getting the message of the gospel out there in the world. And that's part of what kind of underlies all of this. Yes. Tell me about, like, just where that comes from. Because that's such an interesting statement. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure, like, there's there's some backstory to why that lives in your heart so strongly. It lives in my heart. Apparently, my grandfather, back in the day, okay, uh, in Michigan, they lived in Detroit and Chicago at the time. Detroit for a while, Chicago for a while, and it was his job to get his church's message out on the radio. No way. Once okay. Week. Yep. So his, their church, their worship services were broadcast live on the radio. Apparently, and. My dad told me that when I sat down and said, I really feel passionate about getting our message outside of these four walls so that anybody can tune in and listen. That is so neat. What a neat, like, you know, and a way to honor your, your grandfather's memory as yeah. well by kind of continuing with this. Wow. And the way back in the days of radio, how about that? Um, <laughs> radio was the first podcast. That's what I always say. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Tell me, talk to me about too, though. I mean, do you feel like this has lived in your heart in, in other ways as you've kind of grown up in the faith? Because you've been, you were, you were Lutheran your whole life, if I remember correctly. My whole life. Yeah. And yeah. do you, like, do you, do you have memories of when you were a kid, maybe of like really caring about this or even um, just trying to think about other ways that you might have been kind of already working towards this? You know, growing up really active in the church, my uh -huh. family's always been active and engaged, uh, but I traveled a lot post-youth kind of young adult around the world right oh and yeah. and so for me living in countries where there was no tv or radio i depended on shortwave radio and other things like that to listen and stay engaged and learn um 
And for me, it would be nice. It was always, I just wish I could have tuned into my family's church or whatever I was relying on, uh, Voice of America, BBC, okay. yeah, BBC yeah. World News, that kind of stuff, on a little shortwave radio was the only contact I would have with the outside world for two years in Africa and or other locations because we I used to work a lot in my young life mm -hmm. couldn't always attend church it would have been nice I thought to go back um, being if anybody was shut in and when I started the program if I could have reached one person it was worth the effort and for a long time it was one person two people you know people who couldn't didn't have the technology but their kids would help them yeah. figure it out yep uh but coming along it just seems like i always wanted to be connected somehow and it used to be snail mail for a long time uh -huh. you know what's going on reading the letters why not see it live we're such an engaged world now visually yeah uh, no and that's what what's neat about the way you're talking about that too is there's this element of right your grandfather's memory and what he did for his church but then you also have this other side of it of when you were living was it central african republic did i get no, that right equatorial guinea equatorial guinea okay yeah. i knew it was somewhere right along the equator there yeah peace corps volunteer, peace corps volunteer. for two years thank yeah. you for your service that's amazing and but you felt that that like that lack of connection that disconnect in some ways of like gosh i just wish i had some piece of home that i could right engage with my yeah. church community in some way so you also right like it's just neat to hear you experienced and now you want to kind of solve that problem for other people as well who, yeah. for whatever reason, want to stay connected to Bethany, but maybe have trouble doing it for a well, variety of reasons. And through the years, we've been connected to members that have lived in China, mm -hmm. Australia, and... France. France. <laughs> we, had our, we had our French friends during the, yep. during the pandemic, yep. Uh, not to mention people serving in the military, uh, Middle East. We had Correct. a pretty good following through the Middle East uh, when they were deployed in those areas as well. That's a great point, too. Well, and I know as well, your, um, w was your father in military service? He was a Navy man, but Navy he's man, also okay. a retired FBI agent. So. That's right. Well, I mean, cause, but that also, like, that's instructive, too, of that you really, really care about our servicemen and women. And wanting this as well for them to be a way to connect. And I mean, because that's the, those deployments, you know, are really, I'm sure, really difficult, not just for the disconnection, but also what those individuals face every day. Yep. And to have that grounding of faith. I, I have a friend who's a, um, who's a army chaplain or was a previously army, army chaplain. He's serving in the congregation now. Mm -hmm. But him telling his stories of how important his work was just as a chaplain, providing that that faith component for those who needed it. Absolutely. And you're saying, yeah, like we can do that as well with live stream, with AV pieces. That's really neat. Yeah. That's really neat. No, and now I, it, to do it right now, if you want to talk about Please. nuts and bolts, I need no less than four people to keep the service running on time, <laughs> moving slow, smoothly and without any problems. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite the team you have to coordinate. Yes. Um, and, and, and yeah, and I know it's really difficult when because they have vacations they need to be out of town they can't be here every week so yeah hey so if you're listening and you want to help in the av booth talk to laura she would love some additional help absolutely it's not hard <laughs> the system works absolutely yeah that's yeah. a great point i mean you've really built an incredible system back yeah. there and we really know what we're doing now too after yeah three years of this oh yeah no, i've well, got a sound someone who does live sound someone who does recording sound to the internet and otherwise i've got somebody running the cameras and somebody running the graphics um, mm. and everybody it's just it's fun and engage. i've got young people our current person i guess i'll say his name hunter 
has been working with me since he was about 11 years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and he's a high school senior now. High school senior. We're sad. We're just trying not to let him go. Yeah. <laughs> I've grown, I have taken youth into the program and they grow and mature in ways that I don't think anybody understands. Because the responsibility, it's ease of responsibility. They take great pride in their work and they can see the results at the end of the day mm. of what they do. Yeah, that's a great point that it really has that like development aspect and you can, yeah, you can really see your work and it's really important work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not I, it, like we've already been discussing just the number of people that can be touched by what we're providing here. Thanks mm -hmm. to the efforts of the AV team. Yep. And it really is. It's such an aspect of our faith too. Of, right, I love the way you put it, getting the message out there. Jesus calls us to go and make disciples of all nations Right? Like that, there really is within our Christian faith this element of, yeah, like we're supposed to, to share the message. Um, as St. Francis put it, to, to preach the gospel and when necessary, use words. Uh, and yeah, we can, we can do that too, just by, through a live stream of allowing people to access it. Yep. Do you remember our most watched live stream worship service from the pandemic? I'm putting you on the spot now. Oh my God. I don't know, Nate. Do you know? I do because it was hilarious. So, in terms of getting the message out there, there was one week where we had, I think it was over 10,000 views oh, yeah. on a video. But we looked into it and like 9,000 of them were in Singapore. Oh. <laughs> do you remember this? Yes. It was like some horrific... <laughs> no, it was Bangladesh. That's what it was. It was yep. in Bangladesh. Somehow our video got picked up by the YouTube algorithm yep. and got pushed out there too. Yeah. Bangladesh, where millions of people live, and who, I mean, they probably They're, only watch for a couple of seconds, but. That's all it takes. You got a couple of seconds, you loop somebody in, that's they right. want to hear more, because these guys are great at what they do. No, but it's cool, too. I mean, I just love all the, um, what, a, what a team we have here at Bethany, just kind of collaborating on so many different elements of it, right? Like, yeah. Pastor Gary and myself and intern Rita and and rick seaton we can design a really great worship service but then like we rely on the av team to make sure right like that the mics are on that the cameras are in the right places that the people on right like that the the live stream has started online and yeah. you know just like there's hiccups in everything we do there's hiccups but it always works right yeah. like at you look i'm look back at the things that we've done and i'm just so proud of what we're able to to give away to the world. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, it really is a, a stewardship kind of thing as well. Of that we have such a gift here in terms of excellent worship, mm -hmm. and thanks to your efforts and all of your work, Laura, like we're able to give that away now as a gift to the world. I agree. Which is really cool. Makes the message. It just makes it grow. Yeah. You know, and you don't. So many people don't want to come into the physical church. True. For some reason, and you know, but they could still be engaged and active other means absolutely and, and and that's just kind of meeting people where they're at which is what jesus would have done mm -hmm. you know meeting people where they're at and working mm -hmm. with them in their space well laura sincerely um you do so much around here i always said laura works very 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 hard and i appreciate that a lot um and just all of your efforts not just with the the live stream side of things but the safety side of things the facility side of things i hope you're really proud of what you've accomplished here because um, it's a really, yeah, it, it, so much of what Bethany's able to do is because of your quiet work behind the scenes, but your relentless work behind the scenes. Let's call it relentless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Relentless but rewarding. Good. So, I'm glad yeah. you feel that way. No, sincerely, thank you for all you do. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank I know, you. right? Like this, another thing that you do now, you can add it to your to your list of responsibilities. Podcast yeah. episodes when required. Uh, and you, dear listener, thank you for taking time to just listen to this. Stay in peace, everyone. <laughs>